this is Idiot Mystic, and I'm with Jonathan Martin. Hey. I think, yeah, I think it doesn't go to your camera thing till you say something. Oh, then it'll go on? All right, cool. What's up? Uh, <laughs> we talked for, like, probably 14 minutes before this, which is more than we usually talk. Um, I feel like there's nothing we couldn't say on here, but it's like... Uh, it feels sometimes like I feel like I would be fake if I try to record every time we talk. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to. I secretly want to record every conversation. Look, I'm just trying to make less poop jokes on the pod, like on the podcast now. So that's why those 14 minutes are just letting you get out of the system. And then we're good. That's it. Wait, was that a poop joke in itself? <laughs> Indeed, it was. <laughs> uh, so, I guess since since the last time uh, we did this, uh, if you had to like, if people are like, "Oh, it's that guy again," yeah, has <laughs> what is what is the biggest change just off the top of your head? biggest would be has anything changed yes biggest would be job career-wise it's been a complete 180 from where it was the last time we recorded which was a while ago now like six months yeah, it was a while six months i think yeah maybe four months we maybe. all had the 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 lost idiot mystic hundredth episode oh yeah <laughs> no one will ever know no It'll be released years from now, like this long lost copy someone found in a warehouse. We thought it was like a copy of Blubber. It's not. It's just. <laughs> so I feel like, yeah, that we can get into that later, vaguely. Um, yeah. But what so when you say your job career change shift, what happened? So I was originally working at a hospital doing uh like maintenance like fixing stuff so handyman right um ended up having to leave the job because of just unfortunate circumstances basically great job great gig everything about it on paper was fantastic but then i got there and it ended up being a very shitty experience and it got to the point where I couldn't take it anymore and i did have to finally be like okay is it worth keeping this thing for money or like, am I willing to lose my sanity completely? So first of all, has has any other job before driven you to that point also? I feel like they have, but not to this point. All the other jobs I've had, like I kind of knew that I could get something else and it was more of like feeling out in that field if it was something I wanted to keep doing. Um, but there was a lot more enjoyment there and like a laxness, it was a much chiller place than working at a hospital. Like at a hospital, it, it does change it. There's a lot more procedures and rules and things that you have to follow and navigate different relationships with so many different people constantly that it, it was just a different, I don't know, how would you say it? It felt like one of those physical challenges that you could take on like guts or something, but just like way harder. Um, Yeah, I don't know if that answers it. So... I guess what I'm saying is, do you, it sounds like it was uh, an unpleasant work environment because of like 
maybe your boss or something like that like yeah picture it's right next to uh Raphael. Yeah, yeah. and that's from <laughs> the 2008 tmnt animated series so that's the good one that's it i feel like it's a lost gem like people don't appreciate it enough there are a lot and did you see the one where they have the like 1987 turtles and those ones together i think it's called turtles yeah, like in a, yes the crossover yes because then they also have the ones from the comic they're like in black i think white. so i think yeah. so i and then also they had the the 2016 turtles or whatever or the 20 whatever the cgi ones were they also had some kind of animated crossover but i don't remember but i guess about your job i was wondering do you think that do you think you should have quit sooner in retrospect or do you think that it was important to see the thing through and go through the pain i think I think like anything, any painful experience, you wish it ended sooner. Like I didn't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when it's happening, I'm like, man, like my first thought was like, I should have quit a long time ago. But then it went into, well, look at all the things I learned from it. It was two years of having to just tough it out and be in the shittiest of places. Um, but like the one regret is it did burn me out. I burned out completely after it. I didn't, I couldn't do anything. I felt like I couldn't go work a normal job because of how bad it burnt me out. Because um, I can say it was just, there was a lot of good people there, but the person I worked directly underneath was truly the worst human being I've ever met. Like, made no sense. Constantly breaking laws, but, like, there were never enough checks and balances on him to do anything of it. Like, it just made no Like, there were so many arguments that we would have where I knew what I was saying logically and be- out of experience was the correct thing to do. It could be as little as like, hey, maybe we don't touch that open exposed cable because it's going to shock us for this person to then be like, no, you won't know until you touch it. That doesn't make sense. That's not the way even I know. And this guy had years of experience over me, right? I came into the job pretty green. I had to learn a lot on the fly too. And to have someone like that teach you is was terrible. Like he would work on something and if he couldn't figure it out and it like broke on him, he would then send me to go fix it. And when I'd ask him like, Hey, well, what, what did you get hung up on? What was the problem? He'd be like, Oh, I don't know. You figure it out. And I'm like, well, I'm hoping I don't electrocute myself or accidentally, I don't know, stab my hand with this power drill I'm going to use. <laughs> so I guess since we're, and I want to talk about Miami aliens and stuff. But oh, since this is a little like the subject about this boss, why do you think people who are like that are in positions where they are in control of people and influ- like I've noticed that yeah. a lot of these people who people speak about, like these unfavorable or not nice people are usually in managerial positions. And then... Mm-hmm. At first, you can just assume like, oh, these are all just workers who are annoyed that they have to work. Of course, mm-hmm. there must be a percentage of that. Mm-hmm. But everyone can't be just annoyed to work on mm-hmm. Earth. Like everyone can't just hate their manager for no reason. Exactly. So I guess, what do you think it is? in the like, why does it happen? Like, how could that person be in a position of leadership? I got to spend two years analyzing someone firsthand on that. I got you. So it's all about the control 
uh, of having a sense of power. Because, like, I'd look at it at work and I'm like, I don't understand. You're in a position of power. You have people literally underneath you that will listen to what you say. You can set rules. You are in a position of power. Why are you still a piece of shit human being? So then you have to look at their life and see what's going on outside of work. And nine times, I want to say 10 times out of 10, the life outside of work is so bad that that's what causes them to to fight for this power to help hold at work. Like I knew my that my, that person's life out of work. I knew from other various like people telling me and him himself just randomly dropping these nuggets of trauma that his life outside of work was terrible. He he was a person that did not have any control in anything. So when he would come to work, he would be just a shitty just angry old dude but i think the reason that those people get into these positions of power too is they're the only ones that are willing to go the extra mile to get to those positions like for example you and me if we were offered a managerial position we would innately want to just do good at it right we want our team to have dude, things i, to have, I right? can never i can never be the manager of a circle k according according to them because I give too much food to homeless people. Exactly. So I I am sick and I will never ever be Same management. Oh. I couldn't be a manager there because I cared about patients and you know how people were in safe places, whereas that person was in power because they didn't. They were willing to just do whatever they had to to get to that. They were willing to sacrifice enough of themselves, I think, in order to just have a little semblance yeah. of control. So wait, now, so like I teach meditation classes right now and then my boss at the gym is pretty, Tarisha is amazing. There's literally never been, honestly, what, just my, this, like, it's like not even like having a boss. It's like having someone who wants to help you succeed. But then, yeah. but then I'm realizing, and of course, so, like the person you described sounds like a lot of high powered executives as well. And then you, so it seems like it's not like uh, people would assume like, Oh, they're talking about like blue collar work or like simple jobs, but at the higher level management is nicer and better. And they're, but it seems like how can anything, how can any management style where people are forced to work in like a drone like way, how can that management style ever be nice? Because yeah. it doesn't take into account like being human at all. True. And like at the end of the day, it's business, right? It's always going to be business. So like as much as they could be a boss that we would say is like perfect, super nice, caring, takes care of people or whatever. At the end of the day, it's still just capitalism. And they're also just helping this, trying to survive it and navigate it, right? Yeah. And then, so speaking of capitalism mm -hmm. and the current economy and the people who are policymakers, uh, I guess, firstly, do you feel right now as you are sitting in behind, I love the wooden panels. I want to just get wooden panels in behind. These me. are insanely over. They look great. And they're somehow in good condition still. I've run into them so many times, not a dent. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, they hurt me more than anything. <laughs> we should we should see if we can get a wood sponsor, a timber company. That would be who does anyone we. You could just test wood every uh, episode. Just punch it. 
KK. What, what kind of touch? Chew it. Like, just, how edible is this piece? What does it smell like? What? Punching it too? <laughs> Put eating timber. <laughs> that we got a nice uh chestnut two by four today. Um, we've prepared it in a nice brown butter sauce. And... <laughs> Can you eat wood? No, don't don't eat it. No, but what if you fry it like a thin, like tree bark? Aren't I just immediately go into what if you get a splinter in your entire just this? Oh, and then what are you gonna do? Oh, can't. No, that's disgusting. I yeah. ruined. No, I bet ruined someone for me. You ruined. I bet someone <laughs> eats wood chips though, because isn't isn't like a sunflower seed a roasted sunflower seed is like a roasted piece of wood. True, but is it as fibrous as wood? You know what I mean. Well, we not need... fibrous, but you, you... What is a plant scientist called? This is why we need constant chat <laughs> GPT on. Damn it. Or, or some mean? guy to Google stuff. Oh, a botanist. We need go. a botanist. Here. Why did that take plant us so scientist. long? Why did that take us this long to figure that out? I don't because <laughs> I just learned what a entomologist was from the idiomistic discord, which is an insect scientist, and then an etymologist is a language person. So I was going to say herbology. And I was like, I think that's from Harry Potter. I don't even know if that's the right terminology. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking <laughs> Herbology. Oh, it is seemingly real. According to Google yeah. Arts and Culture, herbology is the study of plants and plant lore. Plants have lore. trans rights? Because they should. Yes, they should. <laughs> wait, wait did did you just say do the plants support trans rights? I said, do you think the herbologists in a <laughs> support trans rights? It because of Harry Potter. God, yeah, that, I, I, I don't to. even know that. How do we? What? I just you, I just never wanted to meet any of my heroes. That's it. You, I refuse. You always, I refuse. You I've met I've met two and they've been nice. I know the third one's gonna ruin it. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it. I feel like the J.K. Rowling stuff is interesting because that was like basically the last hope of like a popular author existing for kids, I think. And they just I mean, who is there anyone now that's being that's chosen by the industry? Is there a new Twilight? Oh, they're doing that. Um, do you ever read the Spiderwick Chronicles? They were yeah. like these books that looked all crazy. And yeah, they're uh, turning that into a show. I just don't know what streaming thing, but I'm assuming that's the next one then. Percy Jackson's another guess, one. I've I never could... seen it or read it, but it's... Yeah, the, the new series isn't bad. Mm -hmm. Xander yeah. was not disgusted, which he seems to be like pretty mad at Disney lately. Like it's Dude. honestly like anger. I don't know where it's coming from. He's like, this is horrible about everything on Disney+. Plus. I... I don't know. Did you see that? Okay, we have to talk about Miami Aliens, but did you see that yes. The Mandalorian and Grogu is a movie? Yes, yeah. And John wow. Favreau is going to work on it uh, for the theatrical release. That's... Yeah. I know. I I hope it's not called The Mandalorian and Grogu. It probably will be. <laughs> They're going to keep what? it pretty dumb. I've, ah, 
It'll be like Grogu in all caps, like just gigantic, and then parentheses underneath it, just and the Mandalorian. That's it. I could, I could see that. I, but okay. About we were we were talking about policymakers. Yeah. And the reason I said that was we were talking about capitalism, and I guess the same people that are making you pay taxes on your income and do other things are right now having meetings about aliens and non-human life and spaceships so i guess as not the fun part of your brain because we know that fun john is he's as you say he's always down to clown but uh yes but (laughs) what about serious john who does like when he pays taxes he's like huh okay i did this when you follow a law you're like okay i did this so now why are lawmakers and like why are senators on the 9th of January 2024 when you are 30 something you're 30 years old 30 yeah exactly I know 30 and some months so why are serious people talking about aliens what do you think is happening I got excited about it when it first came out, right? I was like, finally, this is going to validate a lot of people that have been seen as, like, crazy lunatics. And just also our own, my own, even, was like, but I've always thought aliens had to be real. Made sense to me, logically, in some sense. But for it to be coming out now, especially with just not only the political climate, but just every fucking climate, and literally the weather. We were supposed to get a blizzard today. It's just been raining. It is January uh and it's raining it's like 45 degrees out in chicago it doesn't make any sense it should be below zero or close we should be having snow um but the aliens and why they're getting together i don't know the optimist in me wants to be like hey we're finally just they're going to release all this info this could be a great next step for humanity into whatever it could hopefully be could be just consciousness evolving anything anything really but then the more realistic i guess optimistic optimistic nihilist right optimistic nihilism is okay why is this being sent to us showed to us this way why is it coming out so slowly why are there more just accidental um incidents happening like the thing that happened in florida it's weird it still feels like we're not being told enough and it makes me concerned and i don't know what the fuck could happen and okay let's and at the same time that this is happening, they're also funding two foreign conflicts, which basically like, and I, I keep repeating and it's so weird. People are like, why do you keep saying this? Because I feel like cooperation is essential right now. Mm-hmm. Like people are like, wait, what does he say? Is he a robot? I sound actually crazy, <laughs> but but like I've lived in places where and some people I know still do where if you say something, you might not be there the next day and no one will know how you were not there. So instead of being those people, let's just exercise like all the education we've gotten and everything we've learned to just speak about things in a way that is not like antagonistic. Cause like, I don't want to say like they're hiding secrets. It's like, there's, it's not about secrets at this point. It's about like, it's about seemingly everything's coming together. Like all the people, the psychedelics, AI, meditation, 
past life regression, physics, all of it somehow overlapping in weird, scary ways mm-hmm. that seem to point to like, like right now, uh, the last thing. So this is crazy. And this happened. I mean, it came out today, I believe someone who mm-hmm. attended this, uh, there was a, a private, um, like conference um held by david grush that was like funded by like wall street people and various like just finance it was just finance like a talk like an academic talk and it was with skeptics and um and believers i guess you could say um and during the conference it was his first non-legal non like non-government talk and basically he mentions that the the craft that they found is bigger on the inside than it is on the outside it is about like 40 feet on the outside the Mm -hmm. diameter but if you go inside it's the size of a football field and and then so this happened wait let me tell you when this happened sorry Okay, this was a 60-person private presentation with David Grush as the speaker. Uh, He did not get paid for it. It was hosted by Wall Street, bigwigs, and his lawyer friend. This is what the post says. Um, It was in New York, and he was just there for a bit and flew out. Uh, Here's a picture of it from Reddit. I don't know, but I'll I'll put it up there. But anyway, (laughs) he says that the craft um okay he was told about a uap that was in our possession that had a diameter of around 40 feet but once you went inside it was the size of a football field they believed that the object was somehow able to manipulate both space and time then he said he had recently been informed that a u.s adversary was considering full disclosure to get ahead of the u.s and that he passed this information along to the u.s government He also said the NHI looked like the typical gray alien, like with the big eyes. (laughs) And that they aren't sure where they have come from. There's also a chance that they're extra dimensional, but it could also just seem this way because the technology they use uh, uses like extra dimensional technology rather than them themselves actually being extra dimensional. He also said that how many people, like when he was asked how many people know the full scope of the phenomenon, Mm -hmm. uh, he said like no more than 50 people know. Damn. This this was like from within the last two days. Um, Really weird stuff. So how do you feel about something like that? Like, what would that mean if someone who's a government official and or was and is now still like involved in this is saying that there are little gray aliens? Do you think that they look like uh, Mr. Burns in that one X-Files episode? Where he comes out of the forest and he's like, I bring you love, just like floating. <laughs> I mean, I'm at this point, I wasn't really open to the yeah gray alien appearance um but i guess i have to be now i really wasn't i thought it was uh i literally thought that that was some kind of human um like almost a waking hallucination or something to make sense of what you're seeing 
I lose. Bye, John. Now you're on the podcast. <laughs> uh, but so yeah, I think what's interesting there, my the first thing that piqued my interest in that was, so why would another country be willing to disclose stuff first? Um, is it more for just, I guess, just trying to avoid people going into chaos, right? Like, it will, it's going to make people question a lot of things. I feel like it already is making a lot of people question beliefs and a bunch of other things. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it'd just be cool to just disclose it all. Why not just put it all out there? Sure, it might cause some panic, but at the same time, I don't know. It validates a lot of yeah. people that could cause a good. I don't know, what if you're a little kid that's, like, finding out aliens are real, and then that's what inspires this kid to be the next, like, great engineer that we have as a society. So, let's, that's a, let's say, let's take what you said, where you said, disclose it all. What if, and this is, like, me, I usually don't, I guess it sounds like we are waiting for an authoritative disclosure like from an academically yeah. verified source so that when you and I repeat information and someone says, where did you read that dummy? And we can just like explain. <laughs> well, let me, let me show Yeah. So I guess I'm wondering, is it irresponsible for us to not res respect all of this like unofficial testimony? Like all these people hundreds of thousands of people whose whole lives over the course of like all these years yeah. have been changed by this it seems like similar to like if you or i ever talked about like a, mm -hmm. a the the kind of woo component to mental health like when you're going through a yeah. dark time sometimes it's not just within you there's like external forces if we were to talk about something like that it yeah. seems like people in the past would have been like, oh, that's crazy. There are no demons. Whereas now it seems like they, somehow people are more open to different yeah. opinions. But I'm just wondering if this is all like if it's already yeah. out there, if some people are saying that it's gray aliens and that they're here already and that they're in contact with our leaders, then yeah. does that mean like what are we? what does that mean about our life and our way of living? Like to you, like, do you think that there's like, there, is there a plot? Is there a storyline here or are they, are they just winging it? Because it seems a little crazy to think that this man literally just had this like 60 person thing for free with, and then he's able to repeat things like they mostly look like the small gray ones with big eyes. Like what kind of, and it sounds like he's on drugs yeah i don't know <laughs> i mean i think it this adds validity to all the little stories like sure we it's gonna be it's easier for us to show this to someone that doesn't want to be open to looking into and more learning more about it right if we were to show hey there's this phd guy or person that can gave us this dis discussion they've had proof they've talked to these little gray people um that i think makes us think it's going to be more of a like strength to the argument right but i think it does validate all the other little stories that we've been hearing you know it could be any any of them from the past however many decades right um yeah 
kind of where I'm hung up on right now. There's, um, so David Grush also said that the object, which is the mm -hmm. 40, uh, the 40 foot in diameter craft, uh, that it was using and creating energy that was more than a terawatt when measured. Uh, I don't really know. It seems like that's a very large amount of power. It sounds uh, like a lot of power. But it looks like it's like mm. a more than a... That's not a billion. It's got to be a ton, but doesn't that tie in then to kind of, I guess, the question you had just asked, like, what is the point of it? I guess it kind of makes you criticize a lot of different things in our day-to-day -day life. Like if we found the aircraft that supposedly generates this much power, then why why am I paying so much of my electricity bill? Because <laughs> I have a space heater plugged in. You know, right. Like... Okay. So now that you've said that, I feel like you're unraveling a thread. So then mm -hmm. what other things do you think would have to be questioned if there is this biological race of organisms that are bipedal, have arms and legs, clearly have brains and think. Uh, yeah. What other things do you think would be disrupted like that? Oh, immediately religion. All religion, I think, would just, it would turn into like a, I, I would, in my head, it looks like a fistfight of just this crazy smash, like Super Smash Bros. level may leave that ensues of all the religions suddenly questioning everything right um i think that's going to be the first institution that gets hit the hardest there's a lot of because i've you i've been reading a couple articles now of like Christ, uh, a lot of christian churches and catholic churches are losing a lot of followers because they are starting to question these things like i saw a video on tiktok the other day of this i'll categorize him as a boomer straight up being like how do i know jesus wasn't an alien and I'm like, for someone that's much older, who's been a part of a faith, of any kind of faith, for so long, like this was a person that went to church every week, you know, religiously followed the religion. For them to question something is a, is a massive blow to any so, of the institutions. So just to add more to this, did you grow up Catholic? I did. It's why anything so, religious to me, is a, it's like triggering. So, so I, I a little crazy. So I, we might get crazy now. It's okay if you do, but I want, yeah. how do you feel about the fact that I guess they say that in 1933, the first, like one of these UAPs crashed in Italy, Mussolini recovered it. Mm -hmm. They worked on it with Russia for a while. Uh, and then after World War II was over, apparently the Vatican yeah. contacted the oss and said can you come get this thing they have it here you can recover it now so with that being said and the vatican has already spoken on this several times and saying that if extraterrestrial life is ever confirmed we have the means to work to uh rewrite let me just look it up yeah go ahead go ahead i have to go grab something while you look it up i'll be right back barking dog it's okay so it says this is these articles are from 2008 and 2009 but um let's see so here we go 
It says, this is from 2008. Um, the Vatican Observatory. The questions of life's origins and whether life exists elsewhere in the universe are very suitable and deserve serious consideration. Um, and I guess so the Vatican is open to life in their public like setting and they also have uh they have a like a literal observatory yeah and... i mean do you don't you think it would behoove them um one of the largest organizations in the world arguably in the universe that we know uh to have all this time to work on something to say to be prepared and like a, a plan put in place for when aliens inevitably would be disclosed to us so let's say i i have a question what if uh like there's various sources that have said over the years that the reason this was such a polarizing issue in the air force and the army and navy yeah. is that a lot of the high-ranking generals were from a christian background which makes sense that is how that is how the u.s military was in the 1940s and 50s and 60s yeah um so they've said that they considered the UAPs and alien stuff as like biblical angels and demons. So I guess if if they were to like, if this gets more, if it keeps building the way it is and we see what they look like from your just intuitive feeling and being around Catholicism, what do you think the explanation would be for the aliens? It would immediately go into their angels. They're biblical angels that have been sent down. Um, I'm pretty sure people would just go into just like, okay, cool. Are we entering the end of it, of the Bible, like revelations and things like that? Like, is this that time? Because um, you're always taught that those angels come down, right? In significant moments uh, for humanity. Always be it as possibly a checks and balances or as a warning or as guidance, right? Um, so it makes sense that they would look at these UAPs as just these benevolent angels that are coming down, right? Like, what's the one alien, the angel thing we all, people always say, like, be not afraid, right? And you just yeah. picture this alien, or not alien, both alien angel that has, like, millions of eyes. Um, logically, my first thing to say is that probably was a UAP people saw. That burning bush, how do we know one? It could have just been legit a bush on fire that they say might have been cannabis, which could have caused the person to trip and hear what they saw, or it could have also just been an alien. But if you're looking at it from the perspective of those glasses of being still in Catholicism or any of those religions, it's going to be, oh, this is God talking to us. We're getting a message. What's happening? You know, and then that's going to cause, I think, the churches to go into, we got to double down. We got to double down on our faith and double down on praying and the practices because this means that God might be coming or is trying to communicate with us. And what's the biggest thing that a lot of these people in those practices want is to have some sort of communication with God, you know? Um, like, I remember from when I was in Catholic school, we had this nun who she would, man, she was always on it, like militaristic with her own practice of religion, not on anyone else. But I remember her saying, like, one day I know God will speak to me. And like this woman was in her 70s getting older, and that was what kept her going in the faith was i know one day god is going to speak to me you know and i think with the everything with the aliens with uaps and seeing them as angels it's a way that 
that person in that faith might think, holy shit, holy, literally, holy shit, I might get to finally talk to one of these people, whoever it might be, an angel or not. This is it. All those Hail Marys, all those bake sales, worth it. Mm -hmm. So let me, I guess this is really interesting because also, I, I mean, you're obviously aware of channeling and the popularity of like people interacting with angels, archangels, these kind of like disembodied intelligences. And obviously we have enjoyed, like we've had fun making like watching the grifters rip people off it's fun but it seems like obviously just like probability works there has to be someone who actually channels at some like at it, some point someone has had to have actually yes yeah. right but i think so, with all the grifters will we know who actually so so wait, my okay, question is on. do you think those things like let's say even your previous your prior psychedelic experience where you've interacted with seemingly something that you were sure wasn't you, like you're not just imagining it. Do you think those things are connected to these things or are those things totally separate to the biological type of great things? I'm 50-50 with it. And that's something that I mull over a lot, especially now that I'm learning more about spirituality and things like now. I'm 50-50. I don't know. There is a part, of, there's half of me that's like, that could all just be fucking aliens. It could all just be a UAP thing. If the aliens themselves are also just some form of energy, maybe it's that. But then on the spiritual side of it, whatever that may be, it's, okay, this could be tied more to the organic, as you said, right? Um, I don't know. I get stuck on that right. one. And it feels like this weird, is there two just different, I don't want to say worlds, but that's like the one word I can think of right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's like the multiverse, right? Like in comics, is this Earth? Are we looking at Universe 616 or are we looking at, you know, the aliens are coming from Universe 619? Yeah, you know? but, but hey, hey, Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Uh, well, where, do you, where, do you, where do you stand on that as well i like, do you am, think it's two different things or i'm really honestly terrified people everyone <laughs> thinks that i'm joking this is the only thing that scares me ever nothing i'm not even worried about nuclear war we'll just die that's fine this yeah. is literally insane if people i'm so confused at why people don't think it's weird that literally like a senator from Tennessee or he's not even a senator. I think he's a representative in the house, Tim Burchett. Or he, I thought he was a senator. Well, I thought he was a senator. I, I don't know. Well, let's just say Tim Burchett is a seemingly like a ordinary guy from Tennessee. He says, you know, dag it. Yeah. Dag, like what? Like, you know, dad, well, that man is said a certain word with a hard R at the end of it. Almost on a weekly basis. <laughs> he's, and I just, I'm confused why we aren't thinking it's weird that these types of people are now mm -hmm. actively, their professional life is somehow affected by the idea that there are creatures that are, have whole personalities and thoughts, but they have no bodies. And they were on Skinwalker Ranch yeah. and they've done so many projects about this stuff, remote viewing, 
Uh, and everyone's like, oh, well, you know, a government has to research stuff. It's like they didn't just research it. This has been like it's they've done it for 50 years, like 100 years. It's good. Do you think it's the same thing as like the Vatican having, you know, evidence of UAPs? The same thing with that guy. If Let's say he's a senator, right? All this information about aliens being presented to the public also shakes the foundation of his career. Look, it would make people start questioning politics. Why am I voting for this party system? where I'm finding out there might be an intergalactic system instead that could be getting my votes. And that's how I get some more, I don't know, pizza. No, you know, <laughs> no, honestly, I don't think about that that much, but as soon as you said it immediately, yeah. I, I was like, yeah, if this guy is even slightly sensible yeah. and this is a real issue, he's like, Oh, wow, this is a long-term political play. Like he could, yeah. this could be his basis for a presidential run in 10 years. That I'm the guy who campaigned for this, even if like, they don't. Hey, I was anything. I was pushing for disclosure from the from before it was a thing, right? I'm here for the people, but it just feels like a long ploy political thing. You think it'll yeah. eventually still let us get the T two? Look at this. I don't know if you can see this. Whoa! I got these uh these old trading cards. They're from 1991. From T two, it's sick. And they've got, like, facts on the back. Like, the collector's cards, it's wild. I've Terminator could have been <laughs> so good. Could have been. I feel I like so maybe, they, maybe they wrecked Terminator because it was accurate. You think so? But what if they're like, this is too, like, fear-mongering cool. and people won't develop AI if we let them make this? It seemed pretty real, like... To me, at the time when I was a child, I guess I was like, this could exist. It seems like a computer person could 100%. be real. I mean, we got to grow up through Y2K, which was hilarious. Like I said, what if that my happened? Grandma lose it. True. True. What would it, I don't know. How do you think it would have gone? I don't An think it would have been anime would have been decades behind where it's at now. None of the animation would studios have, would have like this, the uh, same programs. The the cell saga would have just ended in Dragon Ball. Don't say that. We would have missed out on Majin Buu. Come on. Majin Vegeta. So all time favorite character. I you did you see the new movie? The no. last one? No, I haven't seen it. Is it it's, it's really good. It's it's, it's worth watching. Because they finally someone finally wins between Goku and Vegeta. So it's worth seeing. Also, you can just hit that on air. I just wasn't hitting mine because the the logo was too big. I didn't want to like don't want to be a logo guy. Seems weird. This is asthma. <laughs> it's your inhaler, my bad. Make sure you hit that albuterol properly, brother. It's... You know what's funny? I used to have to use an inhaler as a kid. I don't know. I had never looked into it, so I don't know what that was. But for like a couple months, as uh, in like, when I was like ten, I had to use it. No one ever told me why. I just went to a doctor's office. My mom's like, "Here, you got to use this now." That was it. <laughs> to this day, no idea what I was inhaling. <laughs> Do you, what it was. And did you ever have asthma after that? No. Okay. We'll, yeah. we'll put that in the. <laughs> we'll put that in the conspiracy files for. Okay, so let's talk about 
I don't even, it's so embarrassing to talk about some of these things. Like, it just feels stupid. Like what, though? But the, the Miami aliens. It oh, feels yes. so stupid. Have you seen I feel actually of, dumb. Of people that were there talking about it, or like people that say they were there and what they saw. It's just interesting to see. And especially having it happen in Miami. Like, I've been to the mall where it happened. I've been there so many times. It's a giant, massive mall. It's open. Like, it's it's really open and, like, uh, uncovered. So, it's just massive. Um, it just oh. sounds insane to me that imagine, like, I used to go there and they had, like, this magic shop. And I can't oh. imagine myself there at, like, an FYE. And all of a sudden, I look over and there's, like, this 12-foot tall uap giant that they're saying also trying like debating if you should buy the sopranos or breaking bad or something you know i don't know it's i'm okay so let's say let's go over what we know happened there was this clip that showed up on twitter of a miami pd response to an a teens fighting report at bayside mall um and i guess the footage shows all these police cars lined up around the mall. There's there was a helicopter flying over the mall with its tracker turned off because you couldn't see it on air traffic control. Yeah. Um, there was no po- news coverage of this at when it was happening. There was a report after that aired on their news, like it was a national news, but locally that yeah. showed a fight from 2020, a street fight. Um, and they said it was teens, uh, a mob of 40 teens looted and they were running through the mall and they threw firecrackers in the mall. And that's why this happened. Uh, that's the official report. What came out on Twitter was that people were shooting at nine to 12 foot tall, wispy, shadowy figures. Mm-hmm. and they saw them and shot at them and started running through the mall um so the miami aliens that was the un- the unofficial reports there were some videos then of people recounting the wispy beings yeah. what is your take on this um i think it's hilarious i i wish i could have been there when this happened because i can already imagine the chaos that would have happened uh but it's pretty crazy i don't know the response that was given by the police there, just the local authorities, I think kind of tells on themselves. Um, like, if it was teenagers fighting and guns involved, there's no way in hell that response would have been called. Unless it was, like, a hundred teenagers all armed to the teeth, then you would have seen some sort of response like this, I think. But it just doesn't make sense it just feels like come on really there's a couple of teenagers fighting there may have been a gun or two so you're going to call in like an entire department of police helicopters that are being untracked it does not make sense did you hear about the second incident no it was the second incident i did hear well, about one where they saw people in the mall were also reporting another set of, of beings or whatever they were um that and this is from Reddit and just some videos I'd seen people talking that uh, they were like, they saw these like shadow like figures that would come at you very quickly, but almost like teleporting, like one second they would be there and then they would be disappear. And the next second they were like closer to you and that they were just hovering around people and that that was causing people to run because they were 
kind of it seemed like they were chasing people too. I don't know if you've seen that one. I I have seen it and I just am confused why I don't get the feeling that those people are lying. Same. It's just I don't know. It seems yeah. really strange that it happened so quickly and I can't find the thing about the second incident, but Can you recount it? What was it? Do you remember? It was they were saying that there were like there was something seen at another building in uh in Miami and there was a police response to it and that just i don't know i i'm confused by why it wasn't on national news when you have 80 cop cars yeah i don't understand how we've that seen, is we've seen smaller incidents get way more news coverage yes exactly yeah. that that's the Okay, now I'm almost dead. I just saw a video of the like Call of Duty DMZ like helicopter <laughs> type thing like floating over Miami. People are just really <laughs> we need to know what's happening. I don't understand. So I guess where do you stand on the uh, since the alien stuff is happening? And the Epstein list also made the rounds again in the fir first week. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Why is January starting like this? What is the plan for America? What is your honest feeling? Like if you were predicting an, a, a mm -hmm. band's tour for the year, like you're like, <laughs> okay, guys, we're going to have a great year. We got like, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. No, I think, I think from now until the elections, it's just going to be how much how much can we rile everyone up at the same time? So I think that's why we're getting bombarded with so many things. The UAPs, you've got Cat Williams out here calling out some of the top legends in comedy and so many other people openly, very openly. Um, and I know you think he's going to die soon? No, there's no way now. If he hasn't died by now, no way now. With the amount Wait. of... He, like, we've seen other people try to call people out just in that same way and disappear. The fact that this guy's been doing it for years now and still successful. Like, he got beat up by a bunch of kids and went to jail. And he's still successful. He's fine. I think he's untouchable. I think he's done something to protect himself in whatever way. He Everyone does say that he is actually, like, a super smart individual outside of comedy. Like, um, I don't know. I mean, I feel I, like it's crazy. It I honestly used to think very poorly of Cat Williams till I saw the recent interview mm. and the way in which he presented himself really like you can tell that he's clear like he's still a twitchy person. Yeah. You can see the base of his personality is still there, but he wasn't trying to go viral for three hours. It felt genuine. He was saying names of people who like especially the cedric the entertainer stuff yeah like stuff like that does make sense because these people who are the mainstays of but like and this is i feel like we can say this as like non-white people yeah. we know that the most talented people of our various ethnic groups aren't the ones who get chosen yeah. like and we see this all the time all the time so you could and in the easiest place to remove like uh opinion or like 
just like uh i guess bias is in sports because yeah. you can literally you probably know like if we just go to a chicago district park like boxing gym we already know how many champions are in the gym and we know how many will never ever even get the first fight because they just they weren't chosen um so i guess it feels weird that um like the people even who did he did you see this is gonna this is so much fun to talk about did you see that ludicrous released a response he did and he didn't respond to anything he said and he also didn't defend his wife at all in it yeah that was us i was that's the thing all these people came out and i saw the joke made that like damn he got cat williams said what he said and he somehow got all these all these comedians to do a zoom call we all decided they were going to respond back in the exact same way and they all did ludicrous decided to wrap his stuff which is insane um but they're all just kind of telling on themselves because they don't talk about anything that he actually said. They don't acknowledge it. All they did was try to deflect and say, oh, he's just this older guy who's getting pushed out of the business, who's desperate for attention. I think if we've been shown anything, Cat Williams has shown us consistently for decades. And I'm not saying he's a great person at all. Crazy individual. But if there's one thing he has shown us since he's ever been shown to us in any capacity is that he is not in need of attention. The man gets it anytime he fucking wants. Yes. Fucking ridiculous. I I think it's also really interesting that the people who expose things are never who you would expect because it's like uh, yeah. They're like why would Cat Williams know this? Yeah. And that's the I think that's why he's also allowed to say it. They let the craziest people say the craziest things because they know that no one's going to believe them. Exactly. They know that it's been established. This is an unbelievable person. You can't listen to them. Yeah. But the, I guess I'm I'm really confused with... Uh, there's one part of it that I'm confused by. Yes. And I talked to Emmanuel about it on our episode a few months ago. About like... Uh, there's a lot of talk about closeted people in the rap industry. Mm-hmm. And it's really confusing. Is it like... What do you think? What is that? What is? Where is that even coming from? I mean, if you look at it, even now, still in like minority communities, being uh, openly gay is still it's acceptable now more than ever, but it's still not necessarily commonplace with a lot of minorities, right? So just look at rap. What is what are most male presenting rappers present themselves as, right? We grew up watching a lot of people. They were always just very loud. You got to be alpha. You know, I'm this tough person. If they weren't, I don't think they were allowed the room to show that, you know, like. So, yeah. Do you you think that even because like if you look at like. This is such a weird discussion, but like modern, like even someone like Rod Wave or you're everyone still always like no matter how croony you are or how loving you are you still might talk about killing someone or feeling like killing yourself or like being a cisgender straight male like it seems very i'm getting confused lately because then yeah like it wouldn't i don't think it's a 
I see why those people would feel unsafe. Yeah. being open. It's just, it's not, it's not a safe space still for those people. And now you're seeing, like, you're seeing more rappers that are coming out and all this, which is fine. But even then, it's still nowhere near as safe as it should be. And that's, I feel like that's interesting because there's some level of like sexual blackmail that seems to be involved in uh, in most uh, <laughs> industries, specifically in like, I, I don't even want to say it's I mean, relegated to one country. It seems like every country, every culture, the top ends of everything are like, uh, yep. there's some kind of blackmail going on at all times. Yeah. I don't understand why. Is that the only way to operate at that level? Is that it? You just got to be willing to blackmail everybody. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's uh, I, and I guess like we went away from aliens, but at the end of the day, I feel like all of this is tied into me feeling like we, this couldn't be real life. Nothing seems real. That's happening right no, now. Nothing feels real. None of this feels real at all. It does not feel it, like it's January. It doesn't feel like it's a new year. Existing doesn't feel real. I feel like I'm in a sim game. And who's ever playing has decided, it feels like they decided to download every DLC ever made and install it all at the same exact time. And just said, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to run. Just run it. We'll fucking do it live. It doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. Speaking of the mods that have been added or the DLC, how do you feel about AI? Not like emotionally, but where do you think this is going? Uh, I think it's going to be good. I see it as being used as a good thing. Um, but I think it's going to go the route of the question of singularity is X. But remember, I, Zach, uh, Zach talked about it. Like the question of singular singularity is always asked, but what's to say it hasn't already happened? Like we're already in the singularity. Right now, the AI is just fine-tuning itself more and more, which is fine. Um, but it's only going to keep evolving. It's only going to keep advancing. I don't think there's any way it's going to stop now, especially. like it's, it's going full full speed from here on out. And I guess, do you anticipate the same kind of unemployment that other people do coming with it? Yeah, I do. Like, I used to do music primarily, right, and work in music. Um, you can I could go right now and go on an AI and have them use your voice to make a song of anything I want. Like <laughs> it was that was already an issue with like the music industry, right? The people ghostwriting and things like that. Well, who needs to hire these teams of writers when you can just do it yourself with the program now, right? <laughs> and that same thing goes with the arts in general and anything. It'll just start slowly taking over. I mean. Look at McDonald's and, getting rid of workers and putting more. Dude, I think. Counseling. I think people are. Oh, and wait, this is quick, one thing. Yeah. Quick, I saw someone put the argument. If I'm paying at self checkout, like because of uh, Walmart has started putting more self checkout than the actual cashiers, and so this person was arguing, "Hey, why am I still paying certain taxes if I'm the one now doing all the work? Like, if I'm the becoming the cashier." Why am I still paying the same amount of state tax or whatever tax that's tied to that? Yeah, no, that, that, that makes complete else. sense. Yeah. That makes complete sense. And I guess that ties into 
me saying that I don't know why people expect, say, Walmart, McDonald's, uh, Shell. Why do they expect these places? I'm just saying random companies, uh, yeah. Starbucks. I don't know. Um, Gym. Like, yeah. Why would they not maximize profit? They are literally about to make so much money because they will have the HR department will be almost non-existent. There will be no health insurance to worry about. There is not. You don't have to provide anything except just hire a bunch of maintenance techs. That's it. Yep. Like, but then what happens to everyone else? Right. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. It seems like there is something coming and we don't. That's why. And I feel like this is awkward to say on the podcast, but good also. My I'm realizing slowly that doing the podcast is kind of one of the most human things I can do. Yeah. That I wouldn't, even if someone mimics my voice, my stupidity seemingly cannot be replicated by AI. Like it can't yeah. be as stupid as me, but it can definitely be as smart or smarter always. So I'm wondering if all of us have to do something really unique, but in that, even the, even in the podcasting, I'm like, wait, yeah. does my podcast have to get crazier because mm -hmm. the, the level of not competition, but of creative, everyone's creative expression is going to be amplified. So then do I have to put mine through the same amplifier? to have, be at the same volume i don't know i can't tell but... can't tell Did... it's true but i guess the thing i was saying about the bigger companies was i don't th see why people don't think that they won't act in the most savage way possible like why are they going to be like oh, we'll only fire a hundred people at a time one mcdonald's restaurant at a time why would think, they do this? I think because it, I think also because of all the protesting and everything, I think now there is a genuine fear with these execs of we could, in theory, fire everybody, make the most money we've ever made in the history of existing as a company, whatever it may be. But now you're going to have however many thousands of unemployed people that were like just fired and told, hey, sorry, your profession is no, you're no longer needed in your profession. We found someone that will do it significantly faster and for so much less that there's no reason for you to be here. And I think that's what will cause any kind of revolting and like. But, but I guess. Be when we burn things down, right? I guess that might okay. be it. And that might be the fear that this finally they're kind of checking and being like, you know what? Maybe we do need to be prepared for that. Where I feel like a couple decades ago, that was something that could happen and it wouldn't be as much backlash possibly, but I don't know. What do you think? So I guess I have another question for you and we're probably I'm I live in the <laughs> the shadow of deplatforming. So I'm just wondering when you do you believe that people would be allowed to protest this type of thing in large numbers in this state that America is in right now? Like, I guess with I keep thinking about January 6th and obviously that protest was kind of. I obviously think that breaking into the Capitol is insane. I don't, that's not a protest. That's something else. But yeah. I'm also confused by how people have made it sound to me like a takeover of the country. Because when I looked at it in retrospect, I'm like, wait, they couldn't have taken over anything. Like if they, those people were so under equipped that like if just one SWAT team could have handled the whole thing, if it was an art, like a, Oh my God, they're taking over the country. Ah, yeah. so I'm confused by 
like you've lived here longer that you've you are actually american and upbringing like it was forced on you in many ways and you're in and you've been returning to your indigenous roots but i guess i wonder do you feel like that what was that like what is protesting in america now i don't what think is it? protesting like are we ever actually allowed to protest you know what i mean like it's a protest is supposed to be a disruption right in whatever way it is peaceful non-peaceful you're never technically really allowed to protest it doesn't matter even peaceful ones are there's still going to be a ton of cops or some authoritative force right i think it is going to just end up happening that way. i think it's the january 6th thing that was just fucking a joke it's insane you'd think a country that has thrown so many coups would know how to do it within themselves right like <laughs> like like I'm Salvadorian. The amount of times they've come in there and just fuck shit up. Not even we're not even talking about the Mexican side of me. I'm like, yeah, when they do it to themselves, it's the most half-assed like, <laughs> thing in the world. They didn't do it right. They didn't even do it right. They didn't even get the army involved. Nada. Nothing. They're like, you know what? That's that's for the smaller countries. Us, we can just walk in places. They'll listen to us. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I do feel like the way you said it made me think that, like, why wasn't more effort put into it? Like, on anyone's know. part. On no. Anyone's. no one's. No one's. It makes no sense. All this talk, like, all this fear that was, like, being mongered at the time of, like, this is it. And and I honestly had the fear of, like, okay, cool. Are we about to see a bunch of really crazy racist people? just start running around starting things like okay cool i have to prepare i know i'm white passing but i have family that is not that doesn't have that benefit right these are things that i had to check and then it happened and i was like this i should have known i should have known they would have fucked it up like the the oath keepers aren't coming to kill us in our homes we i dude i actually thought that too I'm not even going to lie. I got so brainwashed. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, these militias are like attacking DC, bro. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. It's not full on. Attacking power stations in different countries. Like, I was like, holy shit, this is going to happen. This is actually going to happen. And then I go and watch the news and I'm just like, this feels like a, this feels like, am I being punked? Is this a joke? Is this an SS kit? Like, there's no way this is real. And, I guess so now with Trump and Biden happening the way they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you see, I I genuinely see Trump winning. Like, I don't see Biden getting four more years. I can't imagine. No, I don't think he will. <laughs> I don't know. And I wish I cared more. But I really fucking don't. I feel like I'm, I, I feel... I can share the same sentiment as a lot of people in like my age. We've gone through constant just craziness that I just kind of don't give two shits anymore. I don't want to vote for anybody. I know it's the lesser of two evils, but I feel like we've been doing that for the past few elections and it's still not panning out. So I'm just on the boat of like, I'm now having talks with friends and family of like, you know, guys, what if we do just go back home, like to the motherland, if you will? What if we just go somewhere else? Like, I get why we came here. I get why our ancestors came here and all that. Super happy about it. You know, 
but maybe this is the sign to get the fuck out of here. You know, like if it's not getting better, I don't see it getting any better, regardless of who gets chosen. It's not going to get any better. I feel like that is a really like good way to phrase it because most people assume that there is like a lack, a level of ungratefulness or like you're like, oh, I don't know. But actually, it's that things have changed. There's been a sudden change. It's... I had this discussion with a family member recently where they were telling me, you have it so much easier. Right? That's that's the discussion that I'm sure we've all had with someone. Um, and I had to tell them, like, when I told them, hey, I'm actually thinking about moving back to where you guys came, like where you all came from. They could not imagine it. They were like, this, why? You don't know how hard it was for us to get here, all this, blah, blah, blah. It's so much better here. And I had to kind of put it to them how you said. It might have been that way for you when you were here, but things have changed so much for the worse. It's not the same space that it once was. There aren't the same opportunities there once was. There's not even the same amount of safety as there was once, you know? And they Dude, couldn't believe I... it. They, they, I, me saying that to them was like spitting in their face. And I had to really double down on like, hey, super thankful for what you did. I get why you did it but you got to look at it from my perspective. And I'm assuming that that's how you looked at your situation too. Like what caused you to have, right. 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 I'm basically unable to see people are like, Oh, there's, there's a lot of freedom here. And I'm like, there is in a way, yeah, but it's like mostly what I find is freedom to like abuse myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't be so hedonistic and like self-serving in any other country that I lived in. But here I can do like a bunch of like weird, I can really, I can double down on substances and really salty foods and a lot of movies. And I have five streaming subscriptions. (laughs) I, I understand. I definitely have that freedom. But I don't feel like my mind is, my biological mind doesn't feel free. Is that really freedom? Hey, I don't know. Feeling like freedom is really freedom. That's that's what I'm starting to like. It's starting to actually get to me where, like, the last three podcasts, the main discuss, like, one of the main threads has been: Wait, can we talk about this? Can't we talk about this? Yeah. I feel that's never happened. I don't I've like when I lived in Thailand, you couldn't talk about the king who I love, by the way, love the <laughs> king, rest in peace and all everything about Thailand is amazing. But it's similar to that. But there is no king of America. Yeah. So it's like a phantom who we can't talk about. But I'm like, wait, who can't we talk about? What can't we talk about? And who is determining this? And I can't find a I want to be oppressed by an authority that I see <laughs> because the invisible oppression is already there. Like I believe in True. God and Satan and all are this you, stuff. Are you saying that you need visible oppression in order to feel freedom again? Yes. I need to know that the government is, <laughs> I need them to like, say like, you are, you are our property and you can't do this here, but you can do this. And then I'll be like, okay, I live in the reality of things what you mean but here i feel like there's like people actually tell me like oh why do you like well you know there are some good things about america and i'm like oh obvious like when did i say that everything about here is bad but it's scary to not be able to talk about everything 
it's not a normal i've never experienced it except at the airport when being interrogated by tsa and i'm yeah. they're like i that's when i'm just like oh and i can't say anything <laughs> but i've never ever felt like this any other time except now like yeah like is there anything you feel like you can't talk about no <laughs> i feel like i feel like i can be very open about it but well no the more i think about it yes i can talk about shit and i can give my political views but i've been realizing that the effect it has on other people is what makes me change how i speak and in a way that in itself is oppression right like i know if i'm with a certain group of people as much as i know what they're saying is wrong i know i'm allowed a little bit of grace to talk about my piece and why i think they're wrong but i know if i just went full on like honesty with them i'd lose them not necessarily fully but i know that they would start tuning me out a little bit and it's not always worth it to have to go through that with certain people right i'd rather have that person still have that open communication with me so that who knows eventually hopefully our talks do lead to some sort of new way and, of thinking and doesn't it seem like and this is again like a generalization but it seems like this societal construct of like if you have a polarizing political view then the or if you're unvaxxed or something the group has to distance from you because if they don't other people will know they accept you and accepting you means they agree with you to some degree and they can't have that happen yeah so yeah. so i guess that's what even it's interesting that you said that because i didn't realize that feeling like you can't say things to a group of people if that limitation is imposed by the society on them you can't really blame the people like you i can't really be mad that if i say something someone's like hey you that's not actually true because uh this works or this is real or that's misinformation or this guy's racist then i don't know that was really weird the way you said it cuz now i'm wondering <laughs> like i am very hesitant to speak to like yeah. groups of people about my views because the way the culture is here it's it's changed so, over time even that like considering you're out there in Arizona it is a different space than over here in Chicago i know in Chicago i have a leniency more and the grace of like i can't just there's a lot more openness over here right and more critical views of the government and anything else as opposed to the red state that is Arizona right like yeah and it's but it's it's weird here i feel like it used to be what you're saying and now it's mm -hmm. like Arizona wants to be its own state like it seems like there's like <laughs> there's like this it's almost like do you think they put del taco on the flag i, I hope so i hope so. so i feel like we could get del taco to be the official food provider for idiot mystic we just do we need to someone needs to make the con first contact okay. that's not the us government obviously <laughs> <laughs> We'll slowly okay. disclose the podcast to Del Taco incrementally quarterly, and then we'll see what they think about it. But we're going to get like a chef that used to like somebody that used to work at like Taco Bell to be like, hey, we're going to give a quick little 60 minute seminar. I just want to invite you all to it. <laughs> <laughs> the... I don't know much. why. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> 
Okay, have you seen uh there's a new clip out called the jellyfish clip. Have you seen it? No. It sounds Okay, it, sounds it like is uh, <laughs> let me see if I can flip the camera. Oh, I can. I don't use Zoom <laughs> properly. Okay. This is it. This is a release from a weapons platform somewhere, US Army or US a US military asset. And it's on an IR camera. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, that's what I'm supposed to be looking at, right? Yes. The hair. Like this guy. Yeah. The, the jellyfish shape and apparently it's been seen a lot in like different places that's jeremy <laughs> Corbell. I, like, I like his reaction <laughs> i don't know anymore what to make of these kinds of videos but that's really that's just disturbing at this point because that's the the shape the morphology is literally a space jellyfish so at this point, I think I'm, I... Have you heard about the argument that squids are probably more related to extraterrestrials than anything? Yes. That makes sense. It, it makes sense. It honestly does. If you, yeah. like, especially... Um, also, I would just like to say at this time in reality is 2024 and trending on the platform <laughs> formerly known as Twitter is the word prostate. Prostate. Yes, Get because people idiot mystic is a supporter of prostate exams. Yes, uh, please. Um <laughs> the the Pentagon has released a statement saying that US Defense Secretary Austin was treated for prostate cancer. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you <laughs> to the Pentagon. I Officially, I wanted to say I wanted to say. Don't tell me the Pentagon's about to make a statement on prostates, and then you clarify. You immediately went into yes. Uh, this is actually inappropriate. That this is who cares? Literally, who, this actually, is. You don't got to get it checked, right? It's always at like fifty. They say to go get it checked. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> D and then uh the, the, then someone oh my god someone in the this is honestly getting ridiculous someone some journalist asked the pentagon press secretary major general pat ryder mm -hmm. do you still think it's appropriate to call his medical procedure an elective medical procedure if it was treating prostate cancer the major general that says <laughs> I'm going to defer to medical officials on this one. I I feel uh, like at this point this? you this whole this is idiot mystic. This makes sense. <laughs> we tried to talk about the government. I tried to be a serious person. Like I I really tried to dignify things with with some form of like not wasting your time and everyone listening's time. But sure. this is crazy that this is what is trending this is 
And then the other freaking thing that's trending, and this isn't just on my ex, I went on a few trending in the United States is prostate and Orissa, the character from freaking Overwatch and CES 2024 consumer electronics show. I feel like this is the movie Idiocracy and we are in it and I don't know what to do, John. I'm actually scared. I don't know what to do. What what is this? How do we how do we get sponsored prostate exams through Idiot Mystic? I mean that hundredth episode? Hundredth episode. We'll do a raffle. <laughs> you, win a pair, you win a pair of Idiot Mystic disposable gloves. It'll be only one pair made with the logo on there. You can take them to your local doctor when you go get your prostate exam. That one's on us. <laughs> i i don't know what just happened but that i would say thank you for that clip i just have to say thank yes. you <laughs> also i need to understand why today a federal appeals court judge asked trump could a president order SEAL Team 6 to assassinate a political rival? Like Trump was asking this or someone asked Trump? Someone asked Trump this. Oh, because I feel like he'd be dumb a... enough to confirm it. He'd be like, yeah. <laughs> In a courtroom. In a... Wow. I think... If there was ever a time to ask, that's the time to ask. <laughs> Wait, no. Now, now I'm seeing that. No, no, no. No one asked Trump this. Trump's Trump's lawyer asked Trump's lawyer's argument was that Biden could order SEAL Team 6 to have Trump assassinated and be immune from criminal prosecution. I feel like I've lost my mind. That's fucking crazy. When did this happen today? Yes, there's this happened what earlier this, this morning. What is this world? And now, and then Trump was supposed to give a speech from the the Waldorf Astoria Hotel. <laughs> That's what I read last. I'm looking up. I don't know if you can see. I'm looking up how to make custom disposable gloves for us, man. I'm on it. That's insane. That they actually. That's insane. Um. And I guess I'll before before I ask you about you just last question about about um I guess the alien stuff. Do you believe that there is a validity in the ability to connect with this um intelligence without needing a middleman? Like, do we need, like, if this was, if we were talking to Irari right now and asking about, like, do we need government regulation in indigenous medicine? Like, does ayahuasca need to be <laughs> FDA regulated? Do you also, think that the yeah. alien stuff needs to be regulated? No. I, I The same thing with indigenous medicine and stuff. It shouldn't be federally regulated. Why? What is the benefit of it? Why? Why put any sort of control on it? It should be open knowledge entirely. If they're just complete transparency, fully, fully. And then also to clarify, I know it says Idari P and then her 
I don't know if you can see the pronoun thing there. I don't know how to take that off. <laughs> it does, it's I'm not going to show. My <laughs> name is John. My pronouns are these hands. They are rated E for everyone. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, oh my God. I don't even, I feel I like we should. I need no, to I, <laughs> uh, I, okay for we're gonna do something something's weird and special but i'm gonna try to take the camera off the little camera stand because i think the official idiot mystic mic has arrived Ooh. it has arrived Ooh. i may go i may go pick it up so people can know we're we're transparent so the last hundred <laughs> episodes have been filmed on a phone or a laptop webcam. Uh, we have a new webcam. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm gonna go to the mail room and get that thing. <laughs> the the mic. I think these are the keys. Um, but and let me switch the internet. I'm we're getting super technical <laughs> here now. This this is an actual. This is a special episode. It's it's coming back. It's gonna. Is your video on? Yes, yours is your video is off. Okay, press stop video and start video again. Okay, there you go. Okay, there you go. I see you. Yes, I feel like. <laughs> so, question: yeah. Since you've been an instrumental part of Idiot Mystic this whole time from the beginning. Do you feel like you've been you do you feel like you've slowly been getting more comfortable talking for this long or do you still feel like you're not do you still feel tense at all I will always be tense for any kind of long conversation but these are getting much easier it is getting a lot easier um to just flow and go with it it's like I don't know you get shy you don't want to say something stupid you don't want to come off as an idiot or ignorant you might want to come off as an idiot mystic, but not as full idiot. Um, yeah, that's the other show, idiot, idiot, <laughs> idiot, idiot. <laughs> that one's on the Patreon. Check it out. We um, should do that. That is a good should. idea. That's where the poop jokes go. Mm. Uh, at this point, I don't think there are poop jokes anymore because you have mentioned prostate exams and nitrile gloves so much that I don't think no anyone thinks they're jokes anymore. Once again, Idiot Mystic is a proud partner of getting your prostate checked. They say 50. Get it checked now. What are you doing? Nothing. It's a rainy day. Let's go get it checked. Also, check this, this, this crazy black bus is coming by me. What is that? They heard th- they, we've said too much. You need to get it. <laughs> what is that? Is that like a is that a party bus? It okay. could be. Could be. This is the this is a mail room. It's a full on. This is an episode episode. <laughs> this is as immersive as it gets. Um wait, do we do I need to like have someone who's behind the mic always talking and call them the producer and like act cool about that? You could. I think you know uh I think you know someone that would be great at it, but always seems like they have comments. Um he's a little little dude we know. Um <laughs> they could also be in control I, of the sound. I feel like huh? Oh, it's a long box. Yeah. Now no. I now I have to take that out because I think it has my address on it in the video. It is, so. you, can, 
look blurry. So yes, <laughs> where in in Arizona it's it's not that cold right now, but it's weirdly chilly. Um, yeah, that's strange. And I guess talking again about something weird, the weather in Chicago has yeah. it ever been like this? No, it's insane. Normally by now it'd be at least really really cold, if not a little bit snowy. But we had some snowfall last week, and it's basically all melted. Um. For the past few days, they've been telling us that we were going to get like seven to nine inches of snow and just crazy weather temperatures. Um, but no, it just rained. It just even right now with just a rainy day, it's 35 and or 37 degrees and rainy. That's it. But it makes no sense. Usually by now, it'd be in the 20s, if not colder. Um, so I'm just worried for when we do get hit with the cold, if we get hit with the cold, because it's probably going to be pretty brutal. I know last year we had some, some pretty below zero temp so and, i don't know <laughs> i'm a little worried <laughs> and do like because i i i messaged you yesterday and i usually never worry about weather you yeah <laughs> um, but it's like the news is pushing it as like potentially yeah. disastrous and oh, the east coast yeah. like florida seems to be wrecked yeah and that's why it seems weird that the alien thing happened there too yeah there was also an earthquake in the Salvador. it's crazy Multiple wait, earthquakes what? have been happening. Wait, yeah. when did the El Salvador earthquake happen? That one happened yesterday in the early morning, I want to say, or maybe like at, or like around like noon. Because um, one of my uh, one of my relatives that lives here in Chicago, my family is currently out there, my immediate family. But my aunt or one of my one of my relatives um, called me and they were like, "Hey, have you talked to your mom? Like, there was an earthquake. Check in." Um, so I call them. They're all good. They're all fine. They're like, yeah, it wasn't. It didn't hit where they were at, but there definitely was one. Um, that stuff is crazy. You, I've never you been should in have in the middle of an earthquake. So I don't know what that would feel like. I have been on the ride at Universal Studios that makes you like go through an earthquake, and I like to think that that prepared me. I would. <laughs> you should have uh, called to check if the earthquake was okay. <laughs> if... <laughs> I was just. Uh, so I guess your family being in El Salvador is that do you think do you think they're considering moving back I think so I think they've been wanting to um, my parents are getting older my dad's getting closer to retirement age um, and he's done he's he he cracks me up because he says he, he always says he was a, he's a true Chicagoan because he was born here in the middle of winter um <laughs> it's just hilarious to hear him say that um because the, the cold doesn't bother him he thrives in it he's always fine doesn't get sick he's okay but this is the first time he turned 55 this year this is the first time where he was like i hate the cold i don't i don't want to be here for it <laughs> so i think they're looking at starting to maybe go back um and i think it'd be good for them i think they would love it i think they both my parents kind of miss being back home. They both have been here now. I was doing the math. They've actually lived here now longer than they lived back home. Uh, my father came over when he was 15. My mother was 17 when she came over. Um, they're now much significantly older. So they've spent more time here in the States than back home. Um, I joke to them that they're more American than me because I'm only 30. I've been here much longer than that. Yeah. That's crazy. I guess... I guess I don't even think of 
that I don't think of my life in that way, but now I'm yeah. close to having almost lived here longer than I lived not here. It's weird. Yeah. Also, I have a, ah, a sad revelation to make. The idiot mystic Mike did not arrive. Oh, Instead, man. I accidentally only ordered a Mike <laughs> swivel. It's almost there. <laughs> I can't do this. How does this happen? <laughs> what? <laughs> it literally... God, looks like a mic. It looked like a mic on the Amazon listing. <laughs> I swear. God. Uh, have you thought about getting a Bob Hope uh, microphone? Was that his name? Yeah, that, the guy that hosted uh, uh, Price is Right. Yeah. Do you remember the one he had? The one that's like super little tiny, but this like giant, super thin antenna. He always held that it. That would like, be five cool. Feet away. Like one of those stick ones. I think at should. this point, I just don't even know, like, what did I buy? Because <laughs> so now do I have to get a different, do I have to get a different, like a mic that's specific to the stand? You is know about mic? Yeah. Is it a universal stand? And normally they are. So you can just, it'll have like a base thing that you can screw into it. So it should be fine. Ah. <laughs> I feel like that was actually, if anyone wonders if my real life goes any different than the recording, I assure you, John, <laughs> John is witness. You <laughs> win. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> it took two weeks for them to mail this. And then it's not even a mic. And then was it I have expensive this... then? I feel like it would have been no. expensive. Then. It was $24. Not too bad. That explains why. I don't think they're going to give you a mic. Hey, a mic hey, 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 <laughs> I, I... This is a pretty good deal. <laughs> I would have said the same thing. I'd have been like, oh, hey, look, it's only 24 for both. I'll say up for that prime this mic, right now. I have this mic on the thing, but if yeah. I hold it, it's this small. It's tiny, so I look crazy. Look. <laughs> it, no, it's not that bad. It. It's not that bad. I've seen people use like little action figures or something like that. Like you could clip it onto like a card or something and then hold that as a mic. And that's it's a bad, not a bad idea. But then what will I use this glorious swivel for? There will be <laughs> nothing to swivel. This I I I honestly I'm I'm shocked at myself. I'm glad we captured this on uh, what do you have going on for the rest of your day in the chronicle of john so not really schedule wise but feeling wise how are you continuing because i know your storyline wise your wife is visiting her family this is true so it's just me and the dogs um i definitely should clean up a little bit it's not too messy but i should clean up a little bit uh <laughs> but doing good doing good Doing good. Trying to get back on schedules for the week. Uh, and yeah, I work tomorrow. So just mentally preparing for work. Yeah, I'll be a good time. And okay, let's let's make it. You are now. I have to do this, but you can pull back <laughs> at any point. 
You are serving coffee in Chicago now. It's true. I am now learning the the tricks of the trade for baristas. Um, I make a mean latte. Can we eventually, when you're ready, can we tell people where you work so they can come? Maybe. Actually, no. I think they won't. They wouldn't like it. But maybe, maybe. Right before I quit, we'll just let everybody know, and everybody just we'll do an idiot mystic episode there. The Wi-Fi is really good. There, well, why does it have to be so? Why does it have to end in flames? Why, <laughs> why not? That's it's the enough. only way. It's the only way. <laughs> okay, so what's that? The amount of people that come there to have like, like record an episode like this. I've seen people there with no microphone, like off their laptop, out loud, having full blown like interviews for important jobs it seems and we play music at the place like loud like it's pretty loud so there's like scissor playing in the background as i hear someone to like go presenting their fucking thesis for their doctorate <laughs> like it blows my mind <laughs> i think i think I that you it. said i think that you said scissor playing in the background that made that just i understand I actually don't understand <laughs> the vibe because you said it's a coffee shop, but you also to sounds amazing. They, let, they thankfully let us play anything we want. So like sometimes there's like yellow card playing, sometimes there's scissor playing. Um I started I singing yellow card yet. in my head I and I oh, felt Mary. guilty. Yeah, yeah. Back home. Sorry. They made a violin look cool, you know? It's crazy. Oh yeah, the violin. Yeah. I totally my brain just did the... <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, I heard it, yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess I know we laugh a lot and we're, like, bad. The endings are awkward and all that stuff. But if you were being... If we're trying to, like, put some... Uh, Zach loves saying this, and he's yeah. it's really caught on with me. Skin in the game. So how do you, we should have some... What is... What's really happening? Like in your deepest mind for the rest of the day, what is actually going on? <laughs> I think you can be as vague as you want. If it's, if it's, uh, insanity, insanity, truly, 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 nothing but insanity, chaos, just everything everywhere all at once, just full blown chaos and trying to direct it into something productive but not letting the productivity be tied to anything capitalistic or financial gain wise necessarily it can also be gain for myself uh, maybe to read a book yeah. that's right i don't have the mic that, right there Boom. yeah honestly because see that's what i was saying because you're you're all we're laughing and smiling but you can also simultaneously be dealing with like the yeah. on beyond the brink of madness and it's fine but there seems to be some kind of like standard to where you have to either be fully <laughs> like smearing poop <laughs> on the walls or you have to be uh, a phd student like there's no scene there's no you're either yeah. and i feel like i'd rather be a seen as a poop smearer than the other person same I, <laughs> I'd be the poop smear that's writing out the thesis in the poop. Yes. On the wall. That's it. Yeah. Goodwill hunting. Stuff. Like it's on the, like there's like an equation and then they come back and in shit, it's just smeared the answer. And to finish this, once again, idiot mystic, a proud sponsor of prostate exams. Um, get your shit checked. <laughs>
I feel like I can't delete this. I can't. <laughs> that I one can't. has to stay in there. I'm sorry. I can't <laughs> even. I feel like God is telling me that if you even touch this, I will hurt you. <laughs> if you hide a piece of this, I will find you. <laughs> um. Well, I guess enjoy your day. Thank you for spending this weird time with me. I don't. We were gonna play a game, but I feel like we weren't we prepared still enough. It out. We gotta yeah, figure it out we, which one we can't play the same. Thing. We're boomers. We're yeah. boomers. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Tetris. We're aging out of gaming. We really need to speed this up. It's not funny I can't anymore. Build and shoot things at the same time. It doesn't make sense. You have to learn. John, you have to learn. You're gonna we're gonna I'm be good like my... I keep winning the games if I just don't build anything. But then yes, I see but... I run up on someone and they're like stories up in the air, but I still get them every time. So like doesn't matter. You're right. But but wait, we don't want to become like my dad between Quake 2 and Quake 3. Because in Quake 2, he would destroy me. Then the controls went to two analog sticks. <laughs> and he was so mad. He literally hated first-person shooters after right. double analog controls. And for the so many years, he just stopped playing them. And I'm like, no, it's just learn. It'll take yeah. one minute. And now he's always playing PUBG or whatever like this. <laughs> like, he's, he's, I don't know. The other day he said he was playing a game. And he, it's so confusing that he yeah. can like, he's literally reciting the, like, literally doing deep religious studying and contemplation and meditation and then working and working out and then when he gets a spare five <laughs> minutes he's just casually shooting people online on his phone and i'm like hey john how do you immerse yourself in a video game i can't really concentrate what is going on here this is not good <laughs> you're right you're right dude you i've seen my dad with the two thumbs he goes like <laughs> on the touch screen and it's weird do you right. play any shooters on touch screens? Me? No, I stop. They they get fun for a little bit and then I just get bored. And it just takes up too much space. Yeah. Do you have games on your phone? Sorry. Anyway, uh I do. I, do. I like tower defense games a lot. <laughs> any RTS? I'm sold. I've been seeing those ads for those games that look fake. You know, the Instagram ones where it's like a weird ad and you're like, is this real? Is this an actual game? Because if it is, it's cool. But then usually it turns out to be fake. But you no, know, um, real games. But you get an ad every like five seconds. They're terrible. It's probably installed terrible things in my phone. <laughs> but they were okay. Ugly. I yeah. I feel like this is turning into one of our real life goodbyes. So mm. thank you. I love you. Thanks for having me. Love too. Have, Always a pleasure. Have a good day. Um, get a mic. <laughs> Everybody, see you later. Bye.